Hi, and welcome to Wide Open Spaces with Elise, a podcast. This is episode number 11. My name is Elise. I'm a therapeutic recreational specialist. I graduated from the University of Florida with a Bachelor of Science degree. I've worked in psychiatric units in hospitals, pediatric and adolescent units, geriatric units, outpatient services, cancer wellness, eating disorders, and various other mental illnesses in an outpatient setting. Thank you for joining me today. Hello, everybody, and thanks for joining me for podcast number 11. I've always said I'd be really honest with you with my podcasts. I'm frustrated. I'm irritated. And I'm just downright annoyed. I'm very concrete. And when I'm told to stay home because there is a pandemic, I stay home. When they say it's time that you can start venturing out and wear a mask and wash your hands, I do so. If things begin to change and they say that we should start to social distance more, stay home more, limit the people we're around, do not go into crowds, I do so. I'm very concrete. I follow the rules. That doesn't mean if you don't follow them specifically to what the professionals have said makes you wrong. It's just the way I perceive it and how I handle it. So this weekend was 4th of July weekend. And I watched the news. And I watched people in Missouri and Michigan and Wisconsin and many other places. Crowds, partying, having a great 4th of July with thousands of people and no social distancing and no masks. Now we're all individuals and we have the right to choose. But what makes me so frustrated is that I am following what the scientists are saying. And because I'm doing that, I'm restricting my life and the things that I would love to do, like be out at the beach on the 4th of July or starting to get ready for my summer family vacation. And so when I watch all these people having a great time, but really not thinking about the consequences of what they're doing frustrates me because it tells me that I'm going to be stuck inside for longer than I ever wanted to be. Because if we don't social distance and we don't wear masks, I firmly believe that this virus is taking control. It's taking control of America. This is what I believe. I'm sorry if you disagree with me. I don't judge you. I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated that I'm doing what I'm told to do and others aren't. And because of that, I'm going to be stuck in longer. So this is my honesty with you. You may not be frustrated. You may be doing just fine. And that's okay. It's okay to be okay. And it's okay to not be okay. And I just, on Monday, felt it like a ton of bricks. And it made me sad. And just because I'm a therapist doesn't mean that I don't get sad or I don't get angry 
where I don't get anxious because we're all humans and we're all made of cells and water and different chemicals and different organs and we're all pretty equal and we're all affected the same way with anxiety and depression and sadness and frustration and irritability. That's how I felt on Monday. I felt powerless. So what do I do? Now the part of me that is the therapist kicks in and says to myself, okay, the outside world's not gonna change anytime soon. How do I control what's going on with me? How do I not hold in this frustration and animosity and anger towards these big crowds that I saw? Because I don't want to be angry at anybody. So what I focus on is self-care. What is self-care? It's taking care of our daily needs, not just the motions that we go through. And I want you to start to think about how do you care for yourself? What do you do? Do you get up every morning and get dressed? Do you have a routine for yourself? Because it's extremely important that we do. What is your self-care? And the way that, for me, one way that is, I guess, the first step that I said a while ago as a plan for my self-care was to create my own personal, personal mission statement. My own personal mission statement. Just for me. Just to remind myself when I'm feeling a little weak, when I need a little pick-me-up. So that inner voice in my head tells myself, and repeats to myself my personal mission statement. So I'd like to share my personal mission statement with you today. Exploring wide open spaces in my world to fulfill my need for worldly exploration and internal satisfaction. So as you can see, based on my personal mission statement, how I could be a little frustrated. Worldly exploration is definitely not happening right now. And internal satisfaction, not being able to do the things I usually do. So I have to focus and say to myself, okay, so that doesn't mean because there's a pandemic and I can't explore the world, doesn't mean I can't have worldly exploration. And doesn't mean that I can't have internal satisfaction. I just have to alter my thought process a little bit until, until the world changes into my new environment that I'm in. And I go out and I take car rides and I do things. And in those moments, that's where my worldly exploration has to come from. I also research and read things on the web to expand my academic level. So that keeps me worldly in a way. So I want you to think about what is your personal mission statement? It's kind of like a goal, but it's really something that represents your whole being of what your main focus is in life. And I mean main focus 
for you. Not being a mom, not being a wife, not being a husband, not being a significant other, not in your job, being a vice president of some organization. It's what do you do for yourself? Your personal mission statement. How do you see yourself in the world? Think about it. Create your own personal mission statement for yourself. It's extremely motivating to do so. And in the same process, when you're feeling a little weak or down and you go back to that personal mission statement, it helps you find yourself again. Because sometimes we get all get a little lost. And in these circumstances in this world, it's very easy to get lost. So come up with your own personal mission statement. Write it down so you don't forget the exact wording when you create it. And put it someplace that you can constantly go back to when you're feeling a little less than your normal self. That's how I'd like to put it. So I'd like to go over some self-care skills today to give you some ideas to help you because for some of us, we may get stuck beyond the normal self-care that we do. So I'm going to give you some ideas to help you out today. Self-care. Yourself and taking care of it. Your individuality. Remember, separate from all your other responsibilities. Self. 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 If our self isn't strong, everything else we do becomes weak. Did you ever hear the saying, we take better care of our cars than we do ourselves? So true. Think about it. We give our cars oil changes and tune-ups and change the tires when we need to, but do we go to the doctor regularly? Do we do meditation regularly? Do we eat proper regularly? Probably not. So the statement that we take better care of our cars than ourselves is usually very true for most people. And I like to say that phrase to people because it makes them stop and think for a second and say, you know, you're right. You're right, Elise. I do. Time to take care of self. Self Self-care. Okay, this is going to be a hard one. The first one I'm going to go over with you. I know it's going to be hard, but you can do it. Unplug from social media. I know it's painful. Well, my 15-year-old daughter, after the beginning, school was over, she was constantly on with her friends on social media and FaceTiming, and it became a little daunting for her. And I noticed that she was doing things with me, and she wasn't with her phone or her iPad. And I'd say, where's your phone? I'm trying to stay away from that this week. That's my goal this week. I don't want to read every text message or every group message. I'm I'm just trying to stay away. This was a 15 year old trying to unplug from social media. And do you know what her end result was? Her end thought process? That felt good. It felt good. It let her breathe. It almost took a weight off of her shoulders. So unplug from social media. And in that same process, 
the news because let me tell you right now nothing good's going on the news so if you are somebody like me who feels like you need to watch it to keep up give us give yourself a time limit or go and read about it and then shut it off shut it off because you may not think that those negative things you're hearing are affecting you but they are so unplug from social media limit your amount of news exposure number two Another hard one for people, setting boundaries with others. Yeah, it's hard. So if you feel that people in your life are taking advantage of you, maybe not even realizing they're doing it, or your children aren't giving you your space, or your significant others don't see that you need time, set boundaries. It is so empowering to set boundaries. And when you do it, you go, you pat yourself on the back and you go, damn, that felt good. There's nothing wrong with having healthy boundaries with others. Something I've worked on through the years and I'm really good at it now. And I love having healthy boundaries. The next one is to kind of goes along with the healthy boundaries a little bit, but if there's anybody negative or toxic in your life, maybe it's time to think about separating from that person or creating a good distance between you. There are people that we've all had in our lives and we may love them deeply, but they're toxic. Family members old high school friends. But if they're toxic, what are you benefiting from that person other than them making you feel sick and irritated and upset and frustrated? So think about it. Don't just do it abruptly. But if there's somebody who's toxic or really negative in your life, think about how you would like to separate set healthy boundaries with them okay here's a fun one dance it out baby dance it out put your favorite music on and let it go I don't care if you don't dance well I don't care if you're afraid what you look like you're in your own house dance it out let it out it feels so good to get those endorphins flowing it gives you that natural high Here's a good one, my favorite. Enjoy a piece of chocolate. We always all feel guilty when we eat those things like chocolate, cake, or ice cream. But it's okay to treat yourselves once in a while. And don't beat yourself up about it. If you overindulge, that's a different story. But to have a little indulgence in something you really enjoy is a great way of taking care of yourself. Make a gratitude list. If you're really finding it hard to see the good things in your world, sit down with a good old pen and paper and write down a gratitude list. And I bet you, you'll surprise yourself at how many good things you can find in your world. And if you don't, start with all the self-care that I'm talking about. Start with the coping skills that I've gone through in previous podcasts. A great thing 
if there's anything great that came out of COVID is the virtual world. There are so many free virtual classes online or virtual um, meditations by famous people like Deepak Chopra that you can do free meditation classes with him. Explore it. You might be amazed at what you find. And opening up your world to new and different things is a great way to expand your mind and your thought process. Self-care. If you feel a lack of energy or something's just not quite right, you have achy joints and you've seen the doctor, maybe there's some supplements that can help you. You hear a lot about turmeric um, for the joints and etc. Maybe research that and see if there's any supplements that you might be able to find to help yourself. See, this research that you're doing is making you invest in yourself and invest in your self-care. Get enough sleep. Come on, guys. Get enough sleep. Lack of sleep, no bueno. Our bodies need to sleep. I don't really need to see, say much more about that. Here's a good one that I like to do at home. I give myself a spa treatment. I have different masks. I put on a mask, I leave it on for 15 minutes, I take it off, my skin feels great. I have a roller ball with quartz that I put in the refrigerator and it's nice and cold on my face. And then I put a nice cold eye mask on my face to help depuff my eyes. Now there's many things men can do separate things for themselves, like get the shower really steamy in the bathroom and let the steam get in your pores and put your shaving cream on and give yourself a really good shave, a clean shave. There are also face care for men too. It's not all about women, okay? So there's also um, foot treatments that you can do for as spa treatments or hand treatments. So give it a shot, research it and find some things and make at least a one hour a week as your spa week day in the week. Here's one that I really like, spirituality. Now, I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about spirituality, something that really soothes your soul. It can be a class that you take. It can be a spiritual topic that you like to read about or utilize. For me, it's as simple as the hamsa, the hamsa hand. It represents protection. And for me, I wear a hamsa on me no matter where I go, whether it be a bracelet, a necklace, an earring, I have one in my car, and I feel protected. And when I see it, I know it's self-care. I feel that protection that I'm giving myself. So find something that nurtures your soul that way. Sometimes this might be hard for you. So ask yourself, what can I do to take care of myself. It may not be so easy for you, and I understand that wholeheartedly, but you've got to ask yourself, what can I do to take care of myself? Me, the individual, the I. And lastly, which I think is super, super important, guys, have a sleep bedtime routine. 
I know it sounds almost childish, but when you think back to being a child, your parents gave you a bedtime routine. Time to read a story, time to brush your teeth, wash your hands, get into bed. It was a routine. It sent a message to your brain. It's time to slow down. It's time to sleep. There's a reason why parents do that with their children. And as adults, we need that same type of thing to send the message to our brain, it's time to sleep. For me personally, I do my whole face care regimen of cleaning my face and putting my moisturizers on and things at night. And usually I do always, even if it's not a spa night, I put an eye mask on um, that's cold to help depuff my eyes. It sends the message to my brain. It's time to sleep. And then I do the soundscapes, like what you hear in the beginning of my podcast with the birds singing. Sometimes I'll do birds. Sometimes I'll do ocean sounds. Sometimes I'll do brook sounds of the water in the brook or a thunderstorm. That tells my brain, Elise, it's bedtime. It's so important to have this bedtime ritual. And again, it's a way to end the day with taking care of yourself. And I love all you and I want you to practice self-care and I want you to take care of yourselves. It's tough time out there. And we all, no matter who you are, whether it be me, you, your family member, your children, we all need to focus on ourselves as individuals. So I'd like to end with, I looked up um, some self-care quotes and I hope that one or two resonates with you, but I thought they're really interesting. They are by famous people. The first one is, the challenge is not to be perfect. It is to be whole. Not to be perfect, but be whole. Jane Fonda. We cannot direct the wind, but we can adjust the sails. And that's kind of like what's going on now with COVID. We can't direct that there's this pandemic out there, but we can change those sales by wearing masks and social distancing. So we do have, even in this time, we can still try to take control. And that was Dolly Parton. It is so important to take time for yourself and find clarity. The most important relationship is the one you have with yourself. Diane von Furstenberg. And that goes back to the self-care, taking care of yourself. Keep good company, read good books, love good things, and cultivate soul and body as faithfully as you can. Louisa May Alcott. Do you see how these quotes are wrapped around all those self-care things that I told you to think about? How to take care of yourself? These famous people, their quotes, as I read them, we can tap back into what I talked about earlier and how it can pertain to these individual quotes. To be a good parent, you need to take care of yourself so that you can have the physical and emotional energy to take care of your family. Michelle Obama. First lady who still took care of her children and we all saw it, but yet a very powerful woman who enhanced her ability to impact other women. 
You yourself, as much as anybody in the entire universe, deserves your love and affection. Buddha. So if you want to write down, I will put these quotes on my website, but you can also rewind the podcast and jot down some of these quotes or look up some of yourself, yourself, self-care quotes. And find a quote or two that you can write down and go back to when you're feeling a little blah and you need a little pick-me-up or a reminder. So if you'd like to go to my website, it is www.wideopenspaceswithelise.com. And also on my website, I will be putting a blog out soon, but you can also access my podcast on Apple and Spotify at Wide Open Spaces with Elise or wideopenspaces.podbean.com. But you can go right to that website in the beginning that I mentioned, www.wideopenspaceswithelise.com and go to podcast section and just click on the link and it'll take you right to my podcast. So I'd like to end with you today by saying hashtag rescue dogs, hashtag explore nature, hashtag unplug social media, and hashtag happy summer, y'all. Try to enjoy it out there. So I encourage you all to go and explore all the wide open spaces in your world. And thank you again for joining me for episode 11 of my podcast, Wide Open Spaces with Elise. Until next week.